Welcome to the Get Your Health Together podcast, your go-to source for optimizing your metabolism, hormones, and results, plus a little tough love along the way. I'm your host, Lexi Swearingen, a holistic online health and fitness coach for women who want to understand the why behind their transformation while also living in the moment. I'm here to bridge the gap between macros and mindful eating, and have helped hundreds of women achieve their physique goals while also prioritizing optimal health. Now it's your turn. It's time to get your health together. Hello, you guys. Welcome back to the Get Your Health Together podcast. This week's episode is really on theme since it's almost July, if you're listening live, and we are quickly approaching the heart of summer with lots of travel going on. I mean, honestly, I feel like people are always traveling a ton these days, whether it's summertime or work travel or whatever it might be. Um, So this is actually going to be the first of two episodes that I'm going to put out this and next week about traveling. So how to travel and still work towards your goals or maintain your goals or, you know, just some good habits to consider while you're traveling. And it's not going to be completely vacation specific. I'm just talking about any type of travel and we'll kind of talk through those differences. So it's actually quite fitting because as we speak, I am headed out on a two-day road trip. So we're driving, what, like 19 hours plus our dog, so some bathroom breaks in there, but we're driving on a 19-hour road trip to Michigan, and then we're going to be in Michigan for most of the month of July, just about, I think, three three and a half weeks-ish to hang out with my family. So I'm really, really excited for it, and as sad as it is to say, there there's probably a day where I wouldn't have taken this trip because I wouldn't have wanted to be out of my routine for that long. I wouldn't have wanted to ruin my progress. And now I'm just, I'm just excited. Like I have no anxiety at all about my my food or my progress or anything even like in that realm, thanks to pretty much everything I'm going to be sharing in these next couple of episodes. Um, So I'm really excited and truly I think it's important too to note that this stuff takes time. Like it's something I've been working on for quite a while, um, but I'm really excited to share. So this is probably a topic I could go on forever about, and it's also probably one of my most like frequently asked questions. How do I travel and stay on routine? What food should I bring on a road trip or what food should I eat on a road trip? Like all of these questions I get all the time. So I'm going to try and keep it flowing nicely. Um, And first off, I do want these episodes to have like tangible takeaways so that you can actually, you know, put them in action right away in your own life, Um, take notes and implement them into your personal trip planning. But I also just want to provoke some thought when it comes to setting expectations for your vacations and how you approach them in the first place. So we'll be going a bit deeper than just like tips that you're probably used to getting, like bring an empty water bottle to the airport or pack a protein bar. Like we're going to be diving in a lot deeper than that, which is why I'm doing two episodes. Specifically in this first episode, I'm going to be talking a lot about kind of the mindset side of travel 
while still uploading up, uploading upholding some level of your healthy lifestyle or fitness and nutrition goals and you know don't turn this off <laughs> don't be like wait I don't want to listen to the the woo stuff um this part is really important and I'm I'm really going to be kind of just setting you up on what strategy is right for you and considering all of that before I get into like the actionable tips. So I want to start by setting the scene a little bit. Um, and I see this happening so often where people are so freaking panicked about traveling. And if you're one of those people, please listen closely. If you're so worried about travel, are you on point with your diet, your exercise, your lifestyle, all of the other weeks in the year? Like, truly ask yourself that because typically the people that I see freaking out about taking a vacation and what should I eat and am I going to lose results and blah, 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 more often than not are the people that aren't really that adherent the rest of the time and really just need to focus on getting their normal days, their normal life in check. The people who genuinely live a healthy lifestyle while they're home aren't always super worried about a week off because they realize it's literally just one week off and they're going to come home to a consistent as heck lifestyle and that is what their body is a reflection of. Like your body is not a reflection of one week on a trip or yeah, like one vacation, one work trip. Like your body's a reflection of most of your life. You know, how do you live your day to day? And people who don't live that healthy lifestyle, I think, are just worried about going on vacation, going completely off the rails, gaining weight, and then coming home and really not having any way to get that in check because they don't live in kind of alignment with their goals anyways. So I want you to keep this in mind and reflect on it a bit right now if you relate. Most people get what, like, I don't know, three weeks of PTO from their jobs, like 15 days maybe 20 and then the weekends, you know, why are you putting so much emphasis on two to three weeks a year rather than the other 50? I hope that like, I hope that hits home. And another thing I would argue is like, if you are someone who's going on vacation and like totally going off the rails, that's probably also because your lifestyle isn't a lifestyle that is healthy. Either you're someone who doesn't have good habits in the first place, or you're someone who's so, so, so rigid in your normal life that the second you get out of that normal life, it's impossible to sustain it. Like you don't actually have good habits. You don't actually have a good foundation. You're just living in this all or nothing lifestyle. So that's something I want you to think about, you know, before we even dive in. Um, And I say all this just to help you realize that like, yeah, I don't think we should go into travel being like, ah, oh, fuck it all. I don't care about my health. Like, I'm just going to eat, you know, to my heart's desire. But I don't think you need to put so, so, so much pressure on yourself either to, like, be perfect when you travel because I'm not perfect when I travel, you know? And if you don't want to be, you don't You don't have to be. You should be able to enjoy yourself. So be intentional, yes. Do you need to torture yourself? No. In, in many situations, travel is about having fun. And again, that's different in different situations, but we'll get into it. So now that we've gone there, <laughs> let's start talking about the trip. With my clients, I always like to start with some expectation setting. Um, 
if someone tells me I'm going on a trip, like, what do I do? I always ask them questions. I'm not just like, okay, you're going to do this, this, this. You need to know, like, what do you really want to get out of this trip when it comes to your goals? Because that is going to determine our strategy. And the way I see it, you kind of have three different options. So number one, I want to keep progressing. I want to keep moving the needle forward. This typically applies to like a weight loss client or fat loss, body recomp, whatever you want to call it. This person is trying to lose body fat. Number one, I want to keep progressing. I want to keep moving the needle forward. Number two, I'm totally okay with just maintaining when I'm on vacation. And I want to emphasize here, this doesn't mean the scale won't be up a little bit when you go home if you technically maintain, because there's many reasons the scale can be up other than fat gain. Okay, now that we got that out of the way. Number two is I'm cool with maintenance. That's fine. Number three, I genuinely give zero fucks at all (laughs) that I want to YOLO the whole trip. And when I come home and the scale is up, I don't care. I'm prioritizing fun and doing whatever I want in the moment. Okay, so those are kind of like your three options for what do I expect when I get home from this trip and what are my decisions going to be based off of. When you're thinking this through, there are typically a couple of questions that I want you to ask yourself and it's important to realize that there are, of course, advantages and disadvantages to all three options. But these factors are probably going to like impact your choices. So number one is just what type of trip is this? And I've kind of alluded to this a couple times, but a quick work trip is going to be different than a family vacation is going to be. And that's going to be different than your honeymoon (laughs) or a vacation that you've been looking forward to for ages, you know? So one of the biggest mistakes I see people make is that every single time they travel, every time they're on a road trip, every time they go to the airport or whatever, they're out of their normal, perfect day-to-day routine, they act like it's a special occasion. Not every single time you go somewhere needs to be a special occasion, you guys. Like, that is something that you just need to get over because life is never going to stop happening. And the fact that you're thinking this way is why you're so paranoid about every single travel experience because you feel like you have to go off track, you know? Um... And like the reality is if I'm if I'm just taking a quick weekend trip for work or something like that or I'm just going to hang out with my in-laws for the weekend or whatever it's not really a special occasion like it's just kind of normal life in a different setting so why wouldn't I stick with my goals why wouldn't you stick with your goals you know when it's literally my honeymoon I couldn't care less about macros you know that's an absolute once in a lifetime trip so I want you to, if you are someone who acts like every time you get on in the car for a for a four-hour road trip somewhere or every time you're in the airport, even if it's like for work purposes, you're like, ooh, fun, like I'm going to eat out and I need road trip snacks and all this stuff, like really think through that. Is this really an occasion worthy of sabotaging a goal that you care about? Something to consider. Next one is going to be what are what is the motivation and the timeline behind your goals. So, for example, on this one, when I was prepping for my wedding, I really did want to keep making progress on my summer trip home. This trip I'm going on this summer, like I go on this trip every summer. It's normally not so long. It's normally just like, I don't know, anywhere from like eight to ten days. Um, and it's my family. I guess I'll give you guys a little background here too, but like 
I say this to my clients all the time when they're like, oh, but I just love food. I come from a foodie family, <laughs> like in every sense of the word. Like for our family trip last year, I had a schedule that I made for our family of like all the meals we were going to have every night and like, yeah, just everything we're going to do because we plan it out and we have special meals that we love and it's like the appetizers start flowing at like 3 p.m. and dinner's at like 6 and it's just hours and hours of food. <laughs> so it's it's tough. Like it's one of those things for sure. But I really did want to keep making progress on my summer trip home um, that July when I was getting married in September and I did have a fat loss goal. So on that summer and I had a timeline. So the goal was important to me because it was my wedding, you know, that was a motivation and the timeline, like I had that end point, you know? So I tracked all of my macros and while I wasn't 100% perfect, of course, I didn't cook everything myself. I didn't weigh anything. Um, I did my damn best, you know, to stay within my calorie goal. I was a little like conservative with my tracking and I didn't miss any workouts. I didn't miss my steps. I didn't miss my water. Like, if my family was all eating appetizers and I was like, hey, I'm going to go on a 15-minute walk, like, I would do that. I would get them in. I was going to do what it takes. So that was my mindset there. Now, I don't have a wedding coming up. <laughs> I've been maintaining my weight for over a year now. I have a lot more wiggle room than I did when I wanted to keep losing weight, you know? So if you have a timeline in mind where you just need to reach your goal by that day, that of course needs to be taken into account because are you just going to like toss a week away that you could be progressing? And if you just generally want to lose weight, then it's like, cool, is this a good time to take a little diet break and just consider maintenance? That's definitely something to think through. Next one. Next question. What would make this trip great? What would make this trip great? And I always ask my clients this too, and I think it helps give really good perspective. It goes for travel, but also for events. Um, and again, like this, this question, I also think puts it in perspective as like, what type of trip is this? Because if you're going, again, I'm going to keep using the example of like a work trip is just a good contrast to vacation. But if you're going on a work trip and you're like, what would make this trip great? Like, it's a freaking work trip. It doesn't really matter. You know what I mean? And that right there is like, okay, I can get my ass in gear and like stick to my goals. Anyways, if I asked you what would make this, you know, the best trip ever, how would you feel? What would you do? What would be the highlights? Would it be the food? Like, would it? It might be part of it, but like, is it really all about the food that you might be like hyping up in your brain right now? Or would it, would it be a lot about the people, the memories? Um, what are those things for you? And like I just said, sometimes I think we hype the food up so damn much because we stress about it, but it really isn't that influential in making our experience the best it can be, right? Like, yeah, maybe you have some really nice dinners at restaurants that you've been planning, but like your hotel breakfast, like, is it really that big of a deal, you know? Um, so kind of just, this one might remind you to just stop making a mountain out of a molehill with the food. Um, next one is going to be the best question to guide you on strategizing for your trip and every single individual you make on the trip, to be honest. And that question is, how do I want to feel on this trip? How do I want to feel? And 
I think this is kind of a personal thing, you know, for each individual. And for me, I rarely go with like that YOLO option three that I mentioned earlier. Rarely. Even going back to my honeymoon. Obviously, I didn't care about losing weight or really even like maintaining my weight on my honeymoon. It just wasn't something I was thinking about. Um, But I did care about not feeling super bloated, uncomfortable, sluggish on my trip. Like I wanted to wear my bikini and like feel good. I wanted to have energy to do stuff. I didn't want to wake up hungover and like waste days of my my trip I'd been looking forward to so much. I didn't want to come home from dinner and have a stomach ache, like, and lay in bed. Like, that sounded terrible, you know? I didn't want to be in a food coma. Um, And I never want to feel that way when I travel. And I'm sure a lot of you relate to that. So even on trips where, like, I do take a complete break from tracking, working out, etc., and just have, like, really zero expectations for myself as far as physicals or any type of like numbers, data, protocols. There are always some core habits and mindfulness practices that I never abandon and and probably never will. And like that's on it being a lifestyle, you know, like I have created this lifestyle where I feel good and like why would I sacrifice that? And if you're struggling with making decisions or eating food, um, on a trip overdoing it and regretting it because you don't feel good i would really encourage you to make this a practice before you eat anything i know that sounds kind of crazy but like before you start picking at a cheese plate before you serve yourself up dinner like just pause pause for 10 seconds and ask yourself that question in your head like how do i want to feel you know how do i really want to feel after this um And okay, those are my kind of OG like questions to start us off. And I'm going to note most people that I work with are pretty content with option two in many cases that are like vacation-y type of travel. Um, And probably like, and I mean option two, like I'm cool with maintenance and probably option one, honestly, if the trip isn't isn't special or if it's for work, like that type of thing, like I still want to keep making progress and I'm going to make it work. Um, if you're listening to this, you're probably not like a bodybuilding competitor, I would guess. Maybe you are. That'd be cool. Um, but mostly I work with like lifestyle clients and I am like a, a lifestyle fitness person, you know. I don't really care about getting super shredded or like being so, so perfect. So yes, I care about my goals, but I also want to live my life in a way where I'm physically and mentally happy. And sticking to my goals is part of that, but also allowing myself wiggle room is part of that. And I almost think that's harder, honestly. You have to find this very delicate, like, tightrope line of balance. So if you're listening, you're probably like me. Um, And now we're going to take all those questions that I just asked you, and you're going to start coming up with or considering a strategy. So by that, I mean, are you going to track your food? If so, are you going to track fully like all of your meals are you going to track all day long are you going to track every day or are you just going to partially track are you going to do breakfast and lunch only for tracking and kind of just leave yourself a window for dinner are you going to um track the days that you're not doing much kind of hanging out around the hotel or the days you're cooking in your airbnb but 
maybe the days you're out sightseeing or doing something else, you're going to give yourself a day off of tracking and just eat mindfully. You know, are you going to take photos of your food for accountability? Um, Are you going to just keep a note on your phone and kind of write down everything that you ate? Or are you just going to implement some mindful habits? I think with any form of tracking, even I mentioned like taking pictures of what you eat or writing it down in a note on your phone, something I want you guys to realize is like, it's not so much about the numbers, but oftentimes it's about, because frankly, like if you're tracking when you're not cooking the food or you're eating at a restaurant, you're, you're probably getting it wrong anyway. Like if you're tracking a piece of lasagna as 567 calories, like it might be 1000 calories or it might be like 300. Like you don't, you just don't know. You have no possible way of really knowing. Um, we can take our best guess, of course, and I think there's so much value in that, but a big part of it is just, like, the self-monitoring, the accountability, and, like, if you have to take a photo of something or jot it down before you eat a bite, like, you're gonna think way more about, do I really want to eat this? You know what I mean? So, that's a huge part of it. Um, and the strategy that you choose of the ones I just mentioned, like, this should be related to your goal. It should be tied in with your goal. Um, if you're someone who's like, yes, number one, like, I want to keep moving the needle forward. I want to see the scale go down when I come home from, from vacation. But you don't want to track a, sim- a single thing in your MyFitnessPal. You don't want to look at your macros. Like, you're just like, I just want to eat mindfully. Eh, we probably need to shift a little bit. Like, that might not be a realistic expectation as far as, like, strategy and desired outcome um if you're in like i just said you know that's that's not necessarily saying you you have to track if you're genuinely not open to that that's okay but we might have to just change our expectations so that we're in a little bit more alignment and like be okay with maintenance um and be more you know realistic and when I talk about setting like realistic expectations for vacation, I don't want it to turn into the situation where you're like psyching yourself out and giving up and you're like, oh, it's I'm traveling. There's no way I'm going to make progress. I, I don't want that. That's silly. I mean, realistic, like, are you really not going to drink any alcohol at all? Are you really going to hit the gym? every day for all of your normal workouts are you really going to eat your own food in the hotel for every single breakfast and lunch because i've had clients say these things so you know and it's okay if not but let's accept that so we can actually think through alternative plans and plan ahead and not feel like a failure because we don't meet some unrealistic expectations that we've set being like a little whatever like overzealous Um, and this is a fine line as a coach, so I'll I'll let you guys in a little bit on like my brain as a coach, but it's honestly something I struggle with because my clients will come to me and say how like perfect they're going to be on vacation. Um, I'm going to bring my own food and I'm going to eat breakfast and lunch in the hotel and it's going to be super high protein and great. And then I'm going to go do my workout (laughs) and like, I don't want to discourage that if that's something they genuinely want to do. Like. I'm not going to be like, no, you can't do that. You need to go eat at restaurants. I don't want to discourage it. But I also don't want them to feel like shit if it doesn't happen. Because I've seen that happen too, where they you make these elaborate plans and then 
well, that didn't actually make sense in the moment. And they end up going out to eat for all these meals. And then they're like, oh, I suck. I'm a failure. And it's like, "Mm, no, Um, you know, not really. So I tend to just kind of give them space, encourage that type of like exploration. And then, of course, we see how things play out and always use it as a learning experience. So if you are in that situation where you've set some high standards for yourself going on vacation and then eh, it didn't quite shake out the way that you wanted it to, that's okay. It's just a time to be like, okay, you know, maybe next time I should set some goals around like what to order when I go out to eat if I don't eat my breakfast in the hotel. You know what I mean? Because you want to be prepared for what your reality is going to look like. You don't want to just hype yourself up in your brain about doing all these crazy things that aren't going to happen and then you're not prepared for what you really do end up doing. I hope that makes sense. I'm kind of rambling. Um, Another thing I really like to do on the strategy side is just set some intentions. And I like to break it into categories. So especially if you're not someone who's planning on tracking your food, I think this is a great way to go about travel without becoming overwhelming. Because whenever my clients are like, what are some tips for travel? I'm like, I could give you a hundred things to do, to focus on. Um, But then it's like, they aren't super meaningful because you have so many tips and tricks in your brain and you can't do them all. So it's like, okay, what do we even hone in on? So I like to kind of break it down into categories, mindset, movement, nutrition, and then alcohol if you you drink, um, and set one like intention or habit for each category. So whatever strategy you set for yourself, you know what, I'm going to give some examples of these first, I think. Um, but like mindset wise, this could be, um, you know, waking up in the morning and maybe you do a gratitude practice or you maybe set an intention for the day on how you want the day to be. Um, or maybe it is, I pause for 10 seconds every time I eat and ask myself, how do I want to feel? Like you add that pause before you eat to really think about it. Um, those are some mindset ones. Movement would be like, I'm going to get a walk in at least once a day. Or maybe if you know your situation, I'm going to get a walk in every morning. I'm going to check out this new local gym. Or maybe you plan to do one activity each day that's like, active. So maybe you ride bike somewhere one day, you take a walk on the beach the next day. Um, maybe if you're at a work conference, it's just a goal that like between sessions, you you loop around the hotel or the convention center that you're at and you get like five minutes of walking in. You know what I mean? Like just something very small that you can kind of be like, I'm checking that box every single day. Nutrition. Um, Again, this could be I have a protein source on my plate at every single meal. Maybe this is I'm going to start my day with like a protein shake every morning or I'm going to put a scoop of protein powder in my iced coffee. Um, Maybe this is a more mindful eating tactic like I'm putting my fork down in between bites. Um, Stuff like that. And then alcohol. This would be like, I'm going to have a water between every drink. I'm only, I'm going to stick to like zero calorie mixers. So zero calorie drinks outside of the alcohol. Um, I'm setting drink limits for myself every single day, stuff like that. 
set one for each category. Um, and then I think this needs to be said, <laughs> whatever strategy you do decide and set for yourself, you know, the most important thing is that you actually stick to it. And like I said, I think this goes without saying, but it really is important because you can't be like, oh, I'm going to do X, Y, Z and then not actually do any of it and wonder why you struggled so much. Again, I feel dumb saying it because it it does go without saying. But to be honest, I think that sometimes we do make these elaborate plans for ourselves and don't actually believe deep down that we're going to do it. Like, how many times have you said you were going to do something when you traveled, but like deep down in your core, you like knew you weren't going to do it? <laughs> you know, like you have to believe you're going to follow through. And that's why sometimes I'm like just setting the intentions, like choose things that you literally can check that box off every single day and be like, amazing. I at least stuck to these three or four things. So we still like when you're in that situation, kind of what I just described as like you set these goals, but deep down you just don't believe you're going to do it. And a lot of people I see in the situation like still have this kind of preconceived notion that vacation or like I said before even just like casual travel is a one-way ticket to fuck it nation and we're gonna go wild and eat everything and just come home feeling like trash and you genuinely believe that like you just assume you're gonna act that way and that's why you keep doing it you know if you want to be successful with your health and fitness goals and then maintaining them and just living your life in a healthy body You need to change your lifestyle. You need to, which requires you to change your beliefs about yourself and how you feel about these things like travel and vacation. Um, It's important. Like, if you genuinely believe, even though you're like saying other things like, oh, I'm going to track my food or whatever, if you genuinely believe that you're going to go on vacation and it's going to be a cheat, a cheat day, or you're going to be wild and eat whatever you want and it's a free pass, if that's what you believe, you are going to struggle to change your life. You're going to struggle. So you got to change that. Um, And I'm going to round out this episode with one final reminder. So there are other benefits to travel health-wise, specifically vacation travel that exists outside of food and exercise, okay? Um, and, and these are things I talk about a lot. Stress is something I talk about a lot, okay? But remember that vacation is an opportunity for joy, play, relationships, connection, sunshine, and a huge drop in stress. It might be an escape from work, daily responsibilities, all of these things that might be putting you in a stress spiral on the daily. So even though like yeah, your nutrition might not be absolutely perfect. You might not be getting in all of your lifts the way you normally do. Sometimes a little drop in stress is a good thing, okay? And we get so in our heads, like I said earlier, like so anxious about being out of our routine and blah, blah, blah. But it can be a really good thing, especially if you're at least being mindful of your nutrition and not like putting yourself into a food coma, you know? Um, I can't tell you how many times I've seen clients travel outside of like their daily life and see improvements. Um, I had one client and her living situation was just 
not optimal. Like it just, it, it stressed her out. She didn't have like a very private space and just all these things. And she would travel for work. And those like weeks that she would spend like three days in a hotel, huge improvement, which is crazy. Cause for a lot of people, they're like, Oh, I just want to get home to my routine. Um, but sometimes it might be a benefit, you know? And then I have another client recently who has been struggling with digestion, like daily bowel movements being not great and stuff like that. And she went on her first high stress job, works a lot of hours. Um, she went on her first vacation in like a couple years, just like a relaxing vacation to the beach and bowel movements, digestion were improved. Um, and that's just proof right there. And I bring this up right after talking about like mindset and your beliefs about travel and stuff like that, because I think it's not all bad. And I want you to like realize that too. It can be a really good opportunity to take care of yourself and see a huge drop in stress and inflammation in your body and stuff like that. So yeah, keep that in mind. And again, I want to say too, if that happens to you, honestly, it's a sign that you might need to change things more in your daily routine than you thought. It might be a sign that your daily routine isn't actually good for you. You know, why did your vacation drop your stress so much? Obviously, you can't change your entire life. I'm not asking you to go home and quit your job, but how could you maybe bring a little bit more of that into your day-to-day existence? Um, Anyways, now I'm kind of like veering off course, so I'm going to wrap it up here, but I really hope that this was helpful for you guys in starting to just consider travel, whether it be vacation or, you know, general travel. The intention of this episode was just to help you kind of explore, plan, set expectations, and hopefully consider things that maybe you haven't always in the past when it comes to traveling and and sticking to your goals and being the healthiest version of yourself. Um, Next week... I'll be dropping part two of this little mini travel series I'm doing. And that episode, I'm going to be talking through my 10 practical travel tips. And that's where I'll be getting into more of like the application and like action-based things that you can and should do when you're traveling. So I'm really, really excited for that one. Um, And if you enjoyed this one, definitely don't forget to subscribe to the show so that you don't miss next week and can tune in. And last but not least, if you're here, if you like the episode, or if you listen every single week, you know, please take two seconds to rate and review the podcast, maybe even share it with a friend or pop it on your social media story if this helped you prep for summer travel and tag me. Um, I'll love you forever. Every little bit of support counts for small creators like me. So thank you, thank you, thank you endlessly. And I will see you guys next week. so much for tuning in to another episode of the get your health together podcast i hope you enjoyed it along with some steps and sun if you love the episode don't forget to share it with a friend or tag me on instagram and if you have a question never hesitate to shoot me a dm see you next time